Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson, and I'm hosting the Diesel Performance Podcast today, mostly by myself. Uh, Chris will be joining us later for the interview portion, but I am going to cover from Facebook. Uh, So thank you so much again and again, guys, for continuing to send us messages on Facebook and even to our email addresses. We really like to interact with our listeners, so please keep that up. If you have any questions, there's something we can help you with, or you just want to talk a little bit about your diesel, shoot us a message. Uh, We'd be happy to read that on the air or send you a private message back. Uh, This week, Curtis Bell sent me a message, said, Hi, guys. First off, love the podcast. I'm somewhat new to the diesel world. Had an 02 LB7 for about two years and loved it. Just traded for 05 Cummins 3500 Dually. I'm looking to do some upgrades. My biggest concern is EGTs. I have an 8,000-pound 35-foot bumper tow travel trailer and have towed it a few times with the new truck. My gauges, glow shift, I know aren't the best around. They do show that they're around 1,100 degrees when going over Stevens Pass in Washington at 44 miles an hour, 1,960 RPMs, in third gear with tow haul on. Is this too high? Basically, looking to add power and be more efficient when towing. The truck is a daily driver, so fuel economy is a big priority. Working on a budget of around $2,000, any help would be greatly appreciated. Keep up the killer podcast, listening all day at work. Uh, Curtis, thank you so much for sending this in. It's an extremely common question that we get. And we've been dealing a lot with towing and speed and RPM pretty much all over the board lately. Um, 8,000 pound, 35 foot bumper tow travel trailer. It, it's not a really heavy trailer, but I'd imagine it, it's kind of like a big parachute behind the truck. So that, that's what's causing a lot of that drag. First off, 1,100 degrees, not a big deal. You have absolutely nothing to be concerned at for sustaining 1,100 degrees to get over the pass. If you are able to shift up, you may find that your RPMs come down, um, or you may be able to push that just a little bit further and get a little bit more speed out of it, uh, which will help you just get over the pass a little bit quicker. 2000 bucks stock you didn't mention anything about tuning here that's where i would put my money i would get straight into an mm3 tuner that's going to give you the five tunes with the switch on the fly you're going to have a tow tune so you'll have the extra power to get up a gear down a little bit of rpm hopefully still managing egts really well um i think that's your best bet and you're gonna have oh six or seven hundred bucks left over uh go enjoy it man do something nice for yourself that's really about all you need to do on that There are some other things you can do for towing, um, but not really about this specific area. Uh, An intake, really good piece to throw on these trucks. Uh, Those intakes are a little bit restrictive back in 05 on the Cummins, so you could do like an S&B intake. Then again, you'll still have a couple hundred bucks left over. Uh, So you're pretty well set on that, man. Thank you so much for sending in a message to us, Curtis. We really appreciate it, and I'll also send you a private message back on Facebook. Exergy has been sponsoring our do's and don'ts segment for quite some time now. It's a really cool segment where we get to actually read some real advice to you. Um, They give us some information or they give us a story about what's going on at at their shop. And then we kind of turn that into just good, solid uh, advice for our, our listeners. So if you're new to the world of diesel performance, Exergy is our only provider of common rail injection equipment. So modified injectors, CP3s, anything like that, 
all of our shop trucks, all of our employee trucks, and all of our customer trucks only run Exergy. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, jump online, go through some of their materials. They are available at DuramaxTuner.com uh, and CalibratedPower.com. So if you need any Exergy components, always feel free to reach out to us. The don't this week is really simple. Don't hone your injectors at home. Uh, don't use a welding wire. Don't use a drill bit. Don't use anything at home to hone your injectors yourself. You cannot do it correctly. It's just not possible. You need to send your injectors in to have them hone them. Uh, we've heard some crazy stories lately about guys trying to modify their own injectors in their garage. Every single story has ended in disaster. Uh, do make sure your injectors are secure when shipping them in. So eight injectors in a one-foot square box rattling around, being taken care of by the guys at, at FedEx or UPS or, God forbid, the post office, they're going to be fucked. They're going to damage your injectors. Those injectors are heavy. These guys throw the boxes in the truck. They get to the, the warehouse. They throw them into a shipping container. They literally throw the boxes. So while your injectors are in there rattling around knocking into each other, they're going to damage each other. We've seen all sorts of stuff. Stators breaking off, tips being bent, um, smashing a tip through the edge of the box so it's actually sticking out when it shows up. There's all sorts of horror stories. It doesn't take much much to go find some newspaper or go find some extra cardboard and actually package them correctly so that they cannot swing around. When, when they show up, when you get injectors back from Exergy, they're all in individual boxes with secured packing. They look really nice. They want to make sure that you don't receive them damaged, and you don't want to spend extra money having to repair things that weren't broken before you pulled them out of the truck. So just be smart. Put your shit together. Put it together right. Send it into them. If you guys haven't been checking out the DuramaxTuner.com uh, Diesel Insights videos, they're coming out weekly now. Nick Pregnitz has been a, a friend of the show, sponsors the show and all of that. Uh, he's been on the show several times. He is literally just getting in front of the camera for like four to five minutes every week and, again, just giving you good information. So we've talked about LB7 injectors. We've talked about cold weather. This one, he hit a real hot topic and actually talked about CP4 failures. Now, a ton of guys out there are going to tell you, take that junk CP4 off your truck and put a CP3 on it. To do this, you're required to delete the emissions equipment, and you're also preemptively spending a lot of money. One, it's probably not necessary. You could do a 10 mil CP4 and not have to delete the emissions equipment and get just the same amount of improved reliability. Two, if you put a lift pump on the truck and protect your CP4, chances are it's going to live a lot longer. And that's really what we've seen. Um, now, when CP4s do fail or if it has failed, they will take out your injectors, take out the, take out the actual injector rail, the lines, the regulator, the pressure sensor, the relief valve, the return circuit. Uh, that's one that a lot of guys miss there is they don't, they don't go in through and inspect the return circuit. But yet, debris went through the injectors and it cycled through for some time. That's why all of these parts are damaged. And now it's gone into the return in the tank and mixed back in and come back up and run through the whole system again. So if you go and replace your CP4, your injectors, your rail, your lines, all that, you need to replace everything. Uh, GM has a new parts package out, so you can check directly with GM. It's actually very affordable to get these stock replacement components. Uh, the labor's a little hefty. You know, there is a lot of labor pulling all those parts out of the truck and putting them in. But if it's something you can do at home, you can save quite a bit of money these days. 
Also, a lift pump and a 10 mil CP4 is cheaper than the whole job together. That's clearly the way that you should go with your truck. Industry news is the newest segment to the podcast. Um, we're, we're looking for highlights and for big things going on. Right now, the biggest thing in the diesel industry is people are getting ready for the UCC. So Ultimate Callout Challenge is going to be hosted May 4th, 5th, and 6th in Brownsburg, Indiana at the Lucas Oil Raceway. Alligator is the title sponsor. They're also the most socially connected company in diesel performance. This week, we have a special guest. Um, If you guys have been listening here recently, you know that there's qualifiers at the UCC. So it's no longer just the 30 competitors. There's also 50 qualifiers who, after going through this event, uh, the top qualifiers will actually make it into the UCC competitors bracket next year. So kind of an A class and B class are kind of your chance for anybody to show up and try out and make it into the UCC uh, through earning it, which I think is a really, really cool thing. So I'd like to welcome to our show, Justin McNichols. Justin, how the hell are you? Oh, good, man. How's it going? Doing We're good. Doing good, man. It is Friday. We are recording and talking to somebody who is attending a an event for the first time ever because it's the first time they're ever having the qualifier yeah. event. Uh, Justin, what got you motivated to get into the UCC qualifier? Oh, uh, had bad luck the last three or four years at DPC and uh, thought qualifier would be a good chance. The truck kind of went a little past uh, streetable. So, and then when they came out with qualifier, figured I would fit in well better there with the fiberglass and the A5 cert cage instead of being a street truck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you attended Diesel Power Challenge? Oh, uh, I made it out there in 2015 um, and we spun a main bearing before the dyno competition. Uh, spent all night put it back together and still didn't have oil pressure. And so we withdrew and uh, J.D. Gleason took our spot and then got voted back in in 2016. And uh, the truck burnt to the ground the week before the competition. Oh, no. And uh, then last year we we had this truck that was a regular cab, 2004. Um, We put a 48 swap in it and had some converter issues and, just going to get it together in time to, to make it back out to Denver. Well, I guess for our listeners, let's dive into it. What is the truck? You know, what are you bringing to the UCC, you know, uh, make model-wise? Uh, the truck's a 2004 Chevy 2500, 8.5 um, cage, built by Firepunk Diesel, um, fiberglass body, um, steel cab, fiberglass doors, set clip, bumper, bedsides. By UCC, it'll most likely be back half. Um, it'll have a 48 RE built by Kyle Vlasic, um, and a 6.7 deck plate engine. Oh, wow. So, a Cummins-powered Chevy. Yes. You just made my whole fucking body cringe. How dare you, sir? No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so, so why'd you pull the Duramax out? Why'd you, why'd you go with the Cummins? Um... Didn't have very good luck with the Duramax. Uh, made it out to an event last year. Um, kept shooting returns off the LLY injectors and um, wasn't, you know, we didn't ever really made a full pass with the truck. Um, just had a lot of issues with the triple turbos on it. So we decided, you know, if we're going to be competitive, watching UCC this year and all the past competitions with the torque numbers and to be competitive on the dyno, we figured we were going to have to move to the Cummins uh in order to be competitive. 
Okay. Okay, gotcha, right. man. So you you're you're going to this qualifier thinking I got to show up, show big, and make up for some uh, some experiences that didn't go so well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I mean, after you know getting voted in the DPC three years and you know being a failure, you know you kind of you get that rep that nothing you're doing is working. So well, hopefully this will work for us and you know make a decent showing out there, um, make a decent number on the dyno. Hopefully make a quarter mile pass that's pretty decent and. Hopefully get in the top five there and see what happens. Top five, man. All right. So you're trying to get into this UCC to be a competitor. You want to, you want to go big with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, if everything stays together, knock on wood, and uh, stuff goes as planned, I think we can we could be there at the top five. But, you know, there's a lot of variables that will go into it, and there's a lot of decent trucks that we've seen posted. So we'll... We'll just have to see what happens. So tell us a little bit about the truck and the setup. I, I know you said a you know a six seven deck plate motor, um, you know forty eight uh, turbo setup, fuel setup. What can you tell us about that? Um, right now I've been been talking back and forth with a couple guys here in Ohio. Um, we're thinking S four eighties triples, probably like a five hundred percent injector, um, dual pumps, you know twelve or fourteen mils. And that should get us right around uh, the 2,000 mark on fuel. And then we'll have spray there if we need it. Um, but uh, we're leaning towards the triple S 480s at the moment. Okay. When you say if you need it, what determines needing nitrous? <laughs> Good point. Um, you know, if we get down there and we're one of the last trucks and we're 100 horsepower away from, you know, being in top five in that event or, you know, somewhere around there, you know, we'll probably do one on nitrous. Um and see what see what we can bring out of it. I love it, man. Okay, so we've been talking to a lot of guys about strategy. So you you got a lot of horsepower you're bringing as a part of your strategy. But what's your plan at the event? Um, I I don't know. Really wing it, I guess. You know, we're hoping to <laughs> be passing in March at down in Florida on some drag strips that we'll pretty much know our quarter mile time. Um. So, you know, hopefully we get a quarter mile time that we're happy with and then, you know, just let it let it go there and then we'll see what happens in the sled pool, you know. It's a short wheelbase truck compared to what most sled pullers use and um, we're not really building the truck for 100% sled pulling. So we'll put something together there and hopefully, you know, be able to come out with a decent pool. And I was just going to ask, your roots as far as, you know, sled pulling, drag racing, it, I would assume it's into the drag racing scene, correct? Yeah, I mean, that's what what we like to do it's more popular around our area um pulling's kind of dying off around here so yeah everybody i you know that i associate with as far as hang out with and all that we all we're all in the drag racing very cool okay so shooting for 2000 horsepower 8.5 chassis you're going to be strong on the on the um drag racing what is the plan for sled pull like do you guys i mean obviously you said you're in the ohio area yeah, yeah, we're here in central Ohio. Um, I don't know. We got some sled pullers, you know, that are in our town that have gave us some advice on what to, you know, how to set up the hitch and how to set up the rear end. So we're thinking we're probably going to swap axles for sled pulling and then bolt in a different hitch and, you know, just kind of see how it goes and hopefully it goes well. Okay. Wow. Okay, cool, man. I mean, this is, like you said, a short wheelbase truck. I'd imagine it's going to be light, so you'll be throwing a lot of weight in it. Mm -hmm. Have you talked about, like, a tire change here as you as you go into it? Are you going to go into, like, the big cut tires? Are you just going to run some standard Terra Grapplers? Like, what's the game plan? Uh, we haven't really talked tires yet. Um, 
but we'll probably run duels on the rear, you know, singles on the front, just like everyone else. No cuts. Hang a bunch of weight and kind of see what happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I think that's going to be our, our weakest link there is the, the sled pool, but we'll, we're going to give it our best shot. Mm-hmm. Have you started to look at any of the other qualifiers to see who do you think is going to be your biggest competition? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been following it there when they post them. And, I mean, like I said, there's some there's some good trucks in there, and there's some trucks that I have a feeling, you know, are going to sneak in there and make some noise because the bigger guys, the trucks that we're all worried about are, are going to be, you know, either broke or something happened, you know, and some guys with a little bit less power are going to be living through the competition. Who are some of the guys that you've seen as the uh, UCC are, are announcing the um, the qualifiers? Who are some of the guys that you have your eyes on at this point? Uh, I don't really know their names. I mean, there's that. There's another fiberglass Chevy in there. Um, he looks like he's going to be pretty. You know, he has looks like he's made some decent passes. Vlasic um, looks like he's going to make a big number using his stainless stuff, and then. Uh, there's that Dodge, that baby blue Dodge. He looks like Peterson or something, I think is his name. I think he'll be pretty tough. And then, of course, Charlie Keeter. You never know what's going to come out of him. So I think he'll be right up in there. He's proven in competition. So, like I said, I and then Jersey, his truck's proven. Um, so just right off the top, there's four or five guys that are going to be tough. So I think it's going to be a pretty tough field there. Awesome, man. Okay, so you're going to the UCC to really kind of uh, prove something here. I love that, that you have some personal drive behind it. You've got a plan down for not only kind of making some points at each event, but a plan on how to change it up to get the most out of your truck for each event. Uh, who's who's in your pit crew, man? Who do you want to give a shout-out to? Uh, I mean, right now it's uh, Tyler Cox, who's just a local guy here. Um been friends for a while. Uh, David Dressback, um, Kyle Vlasic, he's another competitor, but we're kind of close and we're going to work together down there. Um, that's about all I got going with me. Um, I've, you know, been working with a few other guys as far as getting the setups ready and stuff, but I don't think they're going to be able to make the trip. So okay. we'll have to see how it goes. I dig it. Well, Justin, I definitely appreciate you taking some time out of uh, getting ready for the UCC to talk to me yeah. and Chris about it. I know our listeners are really excited to see your truck show up and make a big splash, man. Thank you, guys, and hopefully it goes as planned. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Good luck. Good luck. Have a great yep, night. Thank you, guys. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTuner.com. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including Duramax, Cummins, PowerStroke, John Deere, Case, New Holland, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. If you'd like to contact the podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtutor.com or chris at cehmk. At DuramaxTuner.com. Both Paul and Chris may be contacted by phone. Paul's extension is 2121. Chris is 2122. Hey, thanks for listening. Your feedback is appreciated. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. Like us on Facebook. And by all means, let us know if you have any ideas for a podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Cummins powered Chevy. 
Yes. You yep. just made my whole fucking body cringe. How dare you, sir? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay.